Hi everyone, welcome back to this episode of At The Table. This whole season um, is about strange things that happen, uh, strange things that, that happen in the church or strange things that we've experienced while at church or whatever. Um, and today we're looking at strange things Christians do. Um, so who wants to start off? Did you like the way I said, ooh, as if I didn't know? Yeah, it's like, ooh, first time. This is the first, I need to think of something. Yeah, Yeah, so. Is it bad that I've got quite a few lists, uh, (laughs) quite a few things down on my list? Why don't you kick us off, Beth? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go with, like, the standard, the first one that came to my head that, that doesn't feel strange, but when you think about it, it's strange. We put our arms in the air when we sing. <laughs> isn't that weird? That is weird. Strange. Isn't it strange that we do that? We put one on up, one. And also what's like, <laughs> I also find strange is if you're like, you, you get the variations, you get the like arm up that doesn't go above your head. And that's like, I'm new to this, but I want to praise God. You get the one <laughs> arm up in the air that's like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm confident. You get the two that's like, surrender, here I am, rock and roll. And then you get that plus knees on the floor. Whoa. Whoa. Why do we do that though? And when I say we, it's actually not something I've ever done or yeah. felt moved to do, but I have seen it done a lot and like, what is it? <laughs> it is worth saying that when we're talking about this, we're talking about things that Christians do that non-Christians don't do. We're not saying yeah. all Christians do this. Yeah. You know? yeah. We're saying this is a thing that we have seen in the church it's strange because people outside the church don't do it. So mm. don't shoot us if it's yeah, not you something you do or you don't identify with it. Would We're you just do it at of... an Ariana Grande concert? Would you be like, you know, singing like, God is a woman out with a hand in me? I don't <laughs> yeah. think. Mm. So um, it is rooted in an, in the Bible, which is good to know that we don't just okay. do it because. So it's rooted in 1 Timothy 2, where Paul suggests that people should pray lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Mm. so that is the that is the verse that is the basis for um so worship and praise yeah so it's taken that quite literally isn't it yeah, yeah. i think it also i think beth said it a minute ago about the surrender as well like it is a i'm giving my worship to god i'm you know and this is a, a, like a physical act of like if you open up your body and you put your hands in the air that's a physical representation of surrender right yeah I grew up in a Salvation Army church. We call them core. Um, I grew up in a church that that wasn't um, an unusual normal culture. That didn't happen a huge amount. And if it did, they were often considered to be the like the Holy Joes, the very yeah. very evangelical Pentecostal Christians in there. However, um, as different ministers came in and different cultures and things changed, that did move mm. a lot um and as i experienced w- more wider exposure to church culture i like myself became more involved in that i probably didn't do anything like that until i was in my late teens at maybe summer mm. school or youth councils um then i went through a period of i'm not doing it because everyone else is just doing it i need to understand why i'm doing it um mm. and i'm really big on that um I do worry that it can be a culture of people feel like they have to, that it makes them look like a good Christian. Mm. Um, I am very conscious of when I raise my hand in songs um, and in worship. Um, Sometimes if it's instrumental, I raise it as 
an act of like physical surrender, like you said, John, um, or prayer. I do it as a form of prayer because I'm not into the hands clasped together, close your eyes type thing. Yeah. So it's my form of physicalness for prayer. But if it's during a song, it will often be a lyric that is like a testimony for me. It's like something that's speaking to my soul and I really try and make it that it's that. Mm. Um, but it's for me, it's a very powerful form of worship and um, I'm a one-hander. I, I I think I may do two hands like, if I'm really like, God is really speaking, but I'm normally just a one hand and it's always my right hand, weirdly because I'm left-handed <laughs> though, that's weird. <laughs> but it's always normally my right hand, but... Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a, I I that is something that I feel, but I know not everyone does it. Particularly in the army, it's not a massively big culture. But a lot of churches, I don't think. Like you know, I think of times we've been to like a Church of England um, service. Oh yeah, that doesn't happen. They just usually just stand and sing mm-hmm. or sit it, and sing. Like it's a new, more modern thing. It's a, it yeah. is more your um, modern churches like your Hillsong you'll see it or you know your HTB or that kind of church which are more sort of I don't want to say youth based because they're not youth based do you get what I mean about like the the cultural yeah there's like different levels of strange even between churches Mm. (laughs) like yeah you would not get that in a cathedral (laughs) or in an army really but it's totally normal in like a vineyard or something Yeah, yeah exactly and it's interesting you just said that like I wouldn't if we were going to Canterbury Cathedral for a worship service, if we were singing a song, let's say... Um, All what things be- bright and beautiful. <laughs> no. Oh. If we were singing a song like uh, Cornerstone or What a Beautiful Name, if we were singing that in a cathedral, I probably wouldn't put my hand up because of the culture there, which is really bad because if I was anywhere else, I would do that. Yeah. But I think I'm, I would be very aware... That I, if I, what if I'm the only person? <laughs> yeah, but also the thing is, would you ever hear songs like that in a cathedral? Probably not, no. It so depends on the type of worship, mm. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. When you say like youth based, I think you're thinking more like it sounds like it's youth based because it's like pop bands, basically, mm. yeah. not organs or yeah, brass exactly. bands. It's something more, yeah, modern in that sense. Mm. Actually, Beth, this whole um, thing, um, something that I wrote down was actually singing in general (laughs) i was just thinking how strange that is because it's so rare that you would go to an event and sing a song i was thinking yeah Yeah. i was thinking that like when i've been to say conferences um at work or that kind of thing where you you know you go to a place you have uh talks from people and you're all sitting in rows and you're like there's a program and all that thing. It's actually a bit like church in that sense. Mm. But if you imagine you're at this conference about branding and they crack out, right, we're just going to sing a song now. <laughs> You'd be like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, you know, like the Bee Gees or something like, stay alone. Exactly. If yeah, it was like, so weird. The, national, yeah. the national anthem. Yeah, like we're all going to sing this song now and they put the words up on the screen and everyone like just stood there and sang the song together. You'd be like, what the heck? Because it happens in church. It's like, it's fine. that's normal. That's it's the just, thing. That's just what happens. It's yeah. just, yeah, he's old, isn't but it? But I think that's a, very strange because um, a lot of people in society Society would say, oh, I'm not a singer, I sound tone deaf, like I absolutely murder that song when I sing it. 
never do karaoke, but when they go to church at Christmas or a christening, yeah. belt it out. I just think that's really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Old, People always it? reminisce about like singing at school or mm. you know, yeah. singing... You know, oh, school assembly bangers. Yeah, school everyone, assembly hymns and stuff, and we're like, we still do that every week. Yeah. Like, everybody <laughs> remembers, like, he's got the whole world, because yeah. it was in primary school. And Lord of the Dance. And Lord of the Dance, <laughs> yeah. like, all that sort of that thing. That was a great and one. We still sing that in church, like, how, <laughs> oh, God, is a great big... Yeah. We all sing those. With, like, people yeah. talk about it like it's a thing of the past, and we're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that on Sunday. Still a thing, <laughs> yeah. That, that is funny, funny, actually. Like, like if you listen to, like, Heart Radio... And they're playing an Ed Sheeran song. And you're like, oh, they've been playing this song for like five years. Like, oh, yeah. take a look in a church service. We've been singing that for like 200 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's I Charles always, Wesley again. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite thing is when we would, we've been, we've been to a church. I'm not going to say where, um, but obviously don't want to name and shame. And they're like, we're going to sing this new song. And, we, and then they sung it and we were like definitely came out ages ago and we looked it up and it was like before we were born and you're like the church is very very particularly contemporary I think song like. the Salvation Army yeah. in particular is very behind in terms of its music culture it is getting there it is getting better and definitely where it depends on where you go you are might be like if you went to a London core they might be more influenced by where a smaller traditional cores will be very Traditional, like almost like Church of England hymns, like wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. But it turns out floats your boat, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, people, yeah. if people go to a cathedral, they don't want pop music. No, <laughs> yeah, they it. want their hymns and their music. And mm. I mean, music in church is a whole other kettle of fish to explore another time. But mm. yeah, I mean, I think it's mm. that's what's very exciting about, um, I guess, being a Christian is the there's so many different types of church and worship and service that. Um, you know, if you sh- if you struggle to connect with a particular type of music or a particular style of sermon or whatever, mm. there might be someone else out there. You know, just down the road, a different church, and yeah, that you, I guess moving in a different direction way. is a better way. Yeah, moving in a direction yeah. that not just in one particular straight line. There's offshoots. I yeah. think what would be good is to not describe a song from 1983 as a new. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's, that's the, the point. Yeah. That's the best solution. Yeah. And I, I always love with. The church that it always say contemporary with music like yeah. if it's not if it's not an organ it's if it's not it's contemporary and contemporary <laughs> like to me if it means short like oh it not like long term but it's like a 30 year old song we're still calling it contemporary it's, mm. it's been around for 30 years that's surely a more set in stone <laughs> than contemporary right do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so but that, yeah that's interesting though like the whole thing of singing and but also standing up to sing yeah <laughs> just weird isn't it like oh let's all rise and sing in lines and like you're in a court (laughs) yeah obviously because lucy you have like hybrid because you church of england and then you joined the army later on didn't Mm. you whereas joe you are like more army based aren't you and john you're pretty much the same as me but what was it like in your cause because in an arc in for me growing up slow songs you typically sang sat down and more lively songs (laughs) you stood up yeah, but also if you've just had like two standing up songs, then you can sit yeah. down for one. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. you need a rest. There are like yeah. unspoken rules that you just <laughs> yeah. know, and then oh, 
and you can't you can't sit down while everyone else stands. There's this whole thing like if someone's sitting down, you're like, you're all right. Why are you sitting down for? <laughs> Unless you're in a wheelchair, obviously. But other than that, they're like, you know. But also, you, do you uh, remember when we started leading meetings and it would always be like, you forgot to say whether to sit or to stand? Yes. And it's like, just go with the spirit. Like, you do we're you. not. Like, <laughs> we. You do you, and like, I remember when, when we like, we began being more confident when we were leading church services. And we'd say at the beginning, right, we are not going to say you can sit or stand. If you feel you need to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit during a song. I'm not going to dictate to you what you do. But it was really interesting how many people were sheep. So like if, yeah. if four people stood up, everyone stood up. Yeah. If yeah. It, no one stood up, no one would stand up. It it's was really It's a stressful really situation though, yeah. I think. I would find that stressful, yeah. not mm-hmm. knowing what I'm expected to do because a lot of church is formulaic. It's following yeah. what you are told to do yeah. in this act of worship. Yeah, it's your personal act of worship, but someone else has designed it so that you follow what they want you to yeah, do. Exactly. And suddenly you're given this choice and everybody can see your choice that you're making. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's nerve-wracking, funny. isn't nerve-wracking. it? It's nerve-wracking, yeah. It's interesting. Again, these sort of things I find really interesting because it's so ingrained in you. You don't think about it until you're talking about it. You think, that is weird. Like corporate prayer. Mm. I really struggle with that. Where <laughs> like, you, like they put it on the screen. And yeah, and they go, leader, um, Lord, we pray for this. And then cor- um, congregation says, yes, Lord, amen. <laughs> and or like find, men and women. Yeah. yeah. I just find it really difficult because I'm like, that's not, I don't want to be guided like that. I right. feel like that's just very kind of like I'm going to make you pray like this, and I'm like, oh, don't. There I? can be a time. There, there can, can be a can, time. Yeah, I just what I mean is just personally. And like collective prayer can can feel unifying, but I think it's got to be done right. I just don't like, like personally. I'm yeah. not saying that. I know it doesn't not, have. I know you're not. Um, Chill. I know, I know you're not. I know, babe. I'm not saying that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just saying like I've all. I have always struggled with that. Like yeah. I've always sat there and we've had a discussion about prayer before and I'm just like, this it just doesn't sit with me. Like I don't sit there and go, oh, the leader's speaking. And then, oh, <laughs> amen, congregation. <laughs> Old men are now saying to we all lower our voices and go very monotone. <laughs> and then the women go in. It's just like children or under 18s we've had before. And then, No one um, says anything. I know, it's just <laughs> the whole corporate thing is strange. <clears throat> yeah. Who else has got a strange thing we do? So I've got a bit of a story, which I, I think oh, that... here we go. Oh, here he goes. Um, <laughs> so I think this is a strange thing Christians do. I went to a church. I'm not going to name where. Again, I don't want to name shame. But um, I was sitting in this particular chair and I was... With what was a, the chair like? Was it... It was really comfy. Was it a different colour or...? It was a burgundy, yeah, typical Sally Army chair. It was burgundy with the sort of wooden legs. Classic. Yeah, classic. <laughs> um so I was sitting in this chair with my girlfriend at the time and this old lady... Not me. Not Beth. Awkward. Doris. Um, this was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Doris. Um, and so I'm sitting down and this lady came and stood in front of me and was just staring at me and I thought, I don't know this person. So I was like, morning, how are you? And she went, you're sitting in my chair. <laughs> I'd never been to this church before. But obviously, I'm visiting my girlfriend at the time's church, and she's literally she hasn't even said good morning or <laughs> oh sorry, I usually sit here or anything like that. It was just you're sitting in my chair, <laughs> and, I, and it made me think when we were looking at this like that is such a thing. Like everybody always sits in the same chairs. Like if you go to a church on uh, you know five Sundays in a row, you'll begin to realise that certain people sit in the same seats. <laughs> 
And I find that so strange. Like, why is I like why mixing is that, it up? Why is yeah? I like mixing. It up. I don't get why you'd want to sit in the same no. chair every week. Like we've we you know when we've gone around places. So sometimes we've gone to the same church a couple of times, and it's like I'm, I always sit somewhere else. And yeah. you know when you've sat in someone else's chair because they look so flustered. They're like, <laughs> I've been sitting there for thirty years, and you're now sitting in my chair. So now I've got to go and sit next to her. Or so it's just like it's just odd, isn't it? Oh, it's my biggest. Oh, I just. Yeah, I just have a real thing with it because I imagine if you weren't a Christian, existing Christian, and you're new and you walked in and somebody says that to you, it's just so unwelcoming and it even, grinds my gears so much. <laughs> but even as a as a Christian, I mean, I was yeah, very it's not strong nice. in my faith then. I still felt very not welcome. Yeah, <laughs> it's like not I, nice. I felt like, oh, you know, and I mean, a lot of people did apologize to me for it, um, but it doesn't help because then you're like, Oh, brilliant, you know. But, like, it happens. Is, is that why you're not with that girl anymore? Wow. <laughs> Tune in for a future episode to find out. <laughs> yeah. Is it my turn? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, mine's a bit more specific, maybe. Okay. Uh, as Beth said earlier, I've got a bit of a hybrid experience, so I started off very cathedral-based. So that was a lot of my upbringing in cathedrals. I know, you know, when you're brought up in something, it's just normal, and then it's only when you leave or experience something alternative that you're like yeah that was weird so (laughs) I'm thinking back about it now and do you know that like Church of England particularly like high church which is kind of cathedrals the sort of worship plan is planned out like a year in advance so like every Sunday they know what bible verse they're going to be reading yeah isn't there a name for that yeah, but don't ask me what it is. <laughs> like lectionary. Yeah, so it's the the Church of England liturgy means that they have pre-planned what the worship will be based around every sun, not just Sundays, because obviously worship in cathedrals happens like every day. There's matins in the morning, even song every day. Yeah, about five services on a Sunday, and all of them are pre-planned. And I just think, how can you know what you what you need to be focused on mm. before you get there how can you say on the 20th of june next year we're going to be looking at mark like mm. what if you don't want to be looking at mark on the 20th of june what if you need to be looking at something else because something's happened in the world it does or feel um, personally, <laughs> yeah. yeah or you know the minister personally has something they feel has been put on their heart but no it's already told to them what they're going to preach about and i just yeah. find that kind of weird but don't you just find that a strange thing and then so yeah. every service has an order of service like you get order of service for weddings and stuff and people would find that perfectly normal. But every service, even Song Matins, has had a specially printed order of service. This is what our service is going to contain. Yeah, and I just think odd, trying to explain it? that to somebody who doesn't go to church that we're going to be following this programme. The programme's going to tell <clears> us what we're going to pray about, what we're going to sing, when we're going to stand, when we're going to sit. Um, and all these very new specific things <laughs> and this was done months before yeah they planned this last year yeah. uh, <laughs> it's, it's really relevant for today <laughs> and things like that is what i find really hard to explain to non-christians mm. Mm. like i can explain to somebody today we're going to be praying about this issue because it's really on our hearts or you know we're worshiping about this thing that's happened great that's fine easy to explain what i can't explain is why we are following this order of service <laughs> that is not planned specifically for what's happening in our hearts today i can get the um like if you're prepping a talk the week before like if you're doing a message or something and you're doing that the black on the tuesday before the sunday 
and you know kind of what you want to talk about but like Mm. like I find it really difficult because again you've got the readings and you're being told like you need to read this and it's like okay like it's it's like there's no freedom in it and you all sort of read out the same prayer that's been printed in this booklet for you to read and I think well why am I reading this prayer yeah What, what benefit is this prayer giving to me that it's written down and you've told me to pray that's what I've really struggled to, mm. um, yeah, and explain to myself, and that's explained to other people, and it's difficult when you're trying to justify your own Christian faith, and people go, oh, but what about this thing? And you're like, I don't know. I don't agree with it either, but it just happens. Yeah. I don't know. But on the other hand, just to play uh, devil's advocate. Oh, not you again. <laughs> My favourite part. <laughs> um, I do think it's really helpful to have... Um, a way to make sure that you don't just pick out the bits of the Bible that you really like. So, oh, I really like the life of Jesus. It's um, a very positive part of the Bible, so I'm always going to speak about that. So on the flip side of that, it is a good way to make sure that you examine all parts of the Bible and not just the bits that you like. Mm. Um, So I I see it from both sides, and that's something that I've only kind of come to understand recently, I think. I see both sides of it. I think it is really good for that. But I do agree with what you say that it feels very inflexible um, Mm. and very, um, (laughs) how can you possibly know what will be helpful to people two years before you come to speak about it? Mm. It's an interesting thing to think about. Okay, so um, thinking of cathedrals, um, I had an experience a couple of years ago at a cathedral which actually probably reflects much more badly on me than anything. Um, (laughs) So I went, um, I went to a cathedral just totally on my own. Um, not t- totally on my own, I mean. <laughs> this is going well. Was a really I, I arrived on my own, but there were lots of people okay. there. That's what I was trying to say. You arrived at 11 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> it was 3am. I broke a stained glass window. Um, so I arrived um, and I, I was in the service, did all the right things, sang along, listened to the message and all that kind of thing. And then it um, it came to the communion part, um, which is the bit where they give you the wine and the bread. And I didn't want to take part in that just because, um, you know, it wasn't for me. Um, but I suddenly had this panic. So I was sitting there and there was a woman kind of walking along all the pews and she was sort of... Um, I guess she was sort of coordinating it, probably so that everyone didn't go up at once and there was a queue, like, snaking out the door and down the road. Um, but as she got closer to me, I suddenly panicked and I thought, hang on, is this bit optional or not? And I thought, my head is telling me that I can choose to do this or not. But there was a part of me that was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be swept up in this and suddenly I'll be at the front, like... <laughs> could have two body goals yeah. <laughs> I was in shots of wine and, like... <laughs> Eating whole packets like of bread force, and stuff. Fed those packets. Like. Yeah, I'll be like, just give me a loaf of bread, and like, I just panicked, and like, she came up to me, and I, I thought, I'm just going to ask her. I'm just going to ask her. Do I have to do it? And then, as soon as the question was out of my mouth, I thought, that's such a stupid. This is optional. Yeah, I was like, do I have to? <laughs> and she looked at me like it was sort of a mixture of just pity and horror. <laughs> She's like, no, of course not. And then she just moved on. But I, I've always remembered that. Um, I think maybe she still thinks of me every Sunday when she's going around like, she goes, girl, we never had that idea back. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the church council meeting afterwards, she's like, yeah. you're not going to believe the guy I had earlier. But I thought, um, it just did make me think like, even though I knew that it was um, 
something that you didn't have to take part in. Mm. It, it just kind of got me thinking about, um, I guess, the strangeness of it, but not... Um, I don't mean that in a dismissive way because it's a meaningful thing for a lot of people, but it was interesting to me that it can feel quite alien, especially, I think, if you walked into the church for the first time... And you're like, what on earth are they doing? If you've mm. never heard of it before, it can be quite a strange thing. That's kind of what I was getting at as well. Like the whole, um, like all these rituals. Yeah. That once you know it or you're brought up with it, like it's just completely normal. But if you are the first, it's the first time you've been, it would be strange to, you know, have this piece of paper in front of you telling you what you're going to be doing for the next hour. Mm. And then have this whole like go up for communion and stuff and you can tell people who've been doing it for a long time because they don't even need the piece of paper because they know all the prayers off by heart. <laughs> you know, mm. like, um, before the communion, there's all these, like, call and response prayers and you you kind of get to know them, just like if you listen to a song, you'd know all the words after a while. Mm. Um, it's kind of the same thing. You do it every Sunday, so you get to know all these words. But if you're new to it and everyone around you is, like, chanting all these words, like, not reading them, you're like, what? <laughs> Why is everyone chanting? Yeah, and it always yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's just so normal if you're part of it. But then when it's your first time, it's strange. And like Joe said earlier, like you wouldn't do anything similar in any other context. No. So like as soon as you, you know, I think about like my cousin, um, for example, when you know you have like a christening, like even for us who've gone to church, we went to a very different church, like. You know those those things of like the oh I've then what is this like oh you're like you're almost like flustered because you know, yeah. it's just very different you don't go to like a foot even a football match and you don't oh, yeah okay you sing the same songs <laughs> but you don't yeah. chant it in a in a very monotone way like you sometimes do in like a church yeah setting. it's not like you walk into an office and go peace be with you and everyone turns around and goes and also with you <laughs> like that's yeah. only something you would get mm. in a church yeah. <laughs> And like you wouldn't eat your sandwich at work and be like passing little bits of like the crust around, <laughs> like, like, and then oh, here's my ribena. Like you wouldn't. You, it's just because an odd... we are all but one body because we all share in one bread. Like chanting these same words every yeah. week is, yeah, it's strange, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, well, speaking of like sacraments, I also had on the strange things that Christians do. Now, I'm not going to say baptisms are strange things, but dunking someone underwater is strange, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So not the actual, we, I don't, I'm not saying, we are not collectively saying that baptisms are strange, but isn't the idea of forcibly dunking somebody underwater and bringing them back an odd thing? If you saw yeah. it out of context, yeah. you'd be like, Whoa. I think that's the thing with a lot of these. They're, they're not strange, Um when you view them in context, but the, the, the physical action of these things, yeah. like singing, yeah. having your wine and bread, dipping someone in a big bowl of water. <laughs> Babies as well. <laughs> I think those things on their own physically are a bit strange, but when we apply the meaning behind them mm. and they become symbols of something that we believe, they take on a lot more meaning. Yeah. Um, I think that's why they're um, important to Christians. But I think it's also important that we recognise when we welcome people into our buildings or we go out on the streets and do different things that they might look a bit strange to people. So we should probably put some effort in to explain them and make sure mm-hmm. they are coming along for the journey as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and also we recognise that as maj- as salvationists who we don't perform sacraments, so it may feel 
they feel perhaps stranger to us than other Christians because we don't do them. Mm. And there are, you know, there is many discussions about baptisms and the importance of sacraments and why we do and do don't think. And the army never says, and this is another thing we, you know, want to dispel. The army doesn't say, if you ever go to a church and they are there is communion communion being performed or if you feel like you want to be baptized that you can't that will not make you a salvationist there is absolutely no nothing in there we just don't perform them at we don't perform i hate the word perform because that sounds like it's like a performance practice. but we don't practice yeah thank you joe that's the word we don't practice the sacraments and there are reasons behind that um because william and catherine booth wanted believed that grace didn't come through performing acts they believed that we were all safe grace came from personal salvation and a relationship with christ and that we didn't need those things to perform those but you if you felt like you wanted to perform that and they actually did there's an early article written by one of the early salvationists that um encouraged people to go to other churches and perform sacraments and to do that but not for it to be like a structure structured mm. ritual thing um but what makes me laugh alternatively is that yes we don't do the sacraments but there are many things that we do ritually that may have taken place for that in the army and we will probably discuss that in our next episode um <laughs> what strange things the army do but if we think about it we don't do the sacraments but there are many things that we the salvationists hold on to that perhaps are not important and not the reason that you're going to get to heaven if you have black shoes or black handbag you know as per example but it's it's about what is the most important thing. And you said it, Joe, is the reason that you're doing this. You know, we've recently been to friends' churches as they've moved to different churches and they performed communion and John took part and I didn't. And it might be like your story. Like I I just didn't feel that I needed to in that moment. Um, and I have when we've been at other churches because it's, it was done in a smaller setting. It was done more intimately. Um, and I just felt that as a sacred act of community that that was something right to do but in a mass congregation that i've never i didn't know anybody there i didn't feel right to join in but in a smaller more personal example i i did um we baptized our best friends emily and nick shout out um they recently when they moved to their new church they were baptized and john baptized nick and i baptized emily um and that was a really powerful moment for john and i to do that for our best friends even though we haven't been baptized and i've always said you've said haven't you john how you would really like to be baptized mm. but um i think it's the intent and the reason behind them that, that is important as you said joe but that doesn't ignore that pushing someone under <laughs> water isn't yeah, like like you say out of context so if you were just on holiday in a swimming pool and i just grabbed joe and went Mike, let's let him dunk him. Without... Pretty sure the lifeguard would blow their whistle. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least. Be like, oh, excuse me, sir. Like, they be like, what are you doing? Crazy if man. I was to ever to be baptised, I would love it to be in... I thought you were going to say Fabisham swimming pool, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go now. Pool, no, pool, I would Fabisham love it to be in the Holy Land. I think that would just make it really special. In the Dead Sea or whatever they call it. To just continue like drumming on my own voice, but <laughs> I have one last thing that is strange. And oh, we yeah, mentioned it last time. Yeah biscuits okay now not just any old biscuits now biscuits can, oh biscuits can be both directions but 
we if you grew up in church and a lot of people did grow up and go to Sunday school at least a couple of times particularly if you're our age or older because your parents or grandparents may have taken you but that box of biscuits that's been in the cupboard weeks on weeks on weeks (laughs) that is full of every assortment of biscuits that goes that so you get like you perhaps take like a shortbread biscuit, but you get a taste of like bourbon and short and like oh. Gary ginger, Gary Bull. Big roll. But isn't it strange that we give these biscuits out and it's yeah, just like. You've had like snotty kids like picking up one bit. No, I don't fancy a bourbon. <laughs> and then they pick up a ginger nut and it's like. Ugh. And it's just. I remember when we, when I supported the Sunday school at our church in Sittingbourne, our core in Sittingbourne, um, biscuit. And drinks time is like the favourite time of the kids, of course, because who doesn't love a free drink and a biscuit? But the kids at our church, they always used to mix up their drinks. So they would have like a little bit of lemon, a little bit of blackcurrant, a little bit of orange. And they called it like the One Direction or the Harry Styles because they were obviously obsessed with Harry (laughs) Styles and One Direction. And it'd be like um, the drinks lady because it's always the same person and I, I'm thinking of the name, but I'm not going to say it. it. was like, they were like, what do you want to drink? And she'd have a little piece of like a scrap paper that she'd found and would like tally up what they wanted. And they'd be like, Harry Styles. And she knows that that would mean like literally every concoction of concentration. <laughs> and then with water. Sounds lethal. But then you'd always have the ones like the graduation. So you'd have the primary, which are the under. The tiniest kids. 11. Yeah. The, the 10 and under. Above babies. The babies. No, seven. Sorry. Under sevens. And their ones would be like the tiny little petite cups. Those little but they'd always cups, have, yeah. they'd always get the biscuit. When you emptied and washed up them, you'd always find half of the biscuit in there. Oh, <laughs> it's where they dunked the biscuit in squash. Oh, um, dunk a custard cream. Oh, in an orange squash. But you just find it all floating. And then obviously you get the older ones with like the bigger, wider mouth cups because they're older. And then you'd get the youth with like the clear cups and they might be like fizzy and, yeah, and coke and a, or, and a cup of tea because they're like cool. But <laughs> it's just such a funny thing, oh. isn't it? Like biscuits and... <laughs> Just like this image of a digestive going into orange squash. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a strange thing we do, like have a little biscuit box that's there for probably the whole year. And then you're like, oh, it's December. I better change out the biscuits. (laughs) Give it a wash. (laughs) But don't wash the box out because it's still like you open the biscuit box and it still smells like ginger nut. And we haven't had ginger nuts since 2008. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. But it's always normally the same biscuits. Like it's always custard creams, bourbons. Or nice, whatever they're called. Or the nice biscuits, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've not had one of those. And do you remember if there was, aren't they? If there was like yeah. a chocolate what? digestive, everyone was like, "Nice biscuits, aren't they?" No. Yes. What? Mm, no, they're not. What? They're just shortbread with sugar on. Welcome nice to biscuits. the biscuit hour. Yeah. They're not coconut. <laughs> no, they're not coconut. Right, I'll sure look it up. Coconut in. No, no, I'm looking up on what Wikipedia. Are you of? Nice biscuits. No, so we've coconut. literally got them here. Have we? I think we have. That's got a whole box of biscuits. Have we got? That's She's got everything. Shortcake. That's shortcake. That's not a niece. Oh no, they're the. Fat Here we go. Ones. Here we go. A niece biscuit, <laughs> pronounced niece, <laughs> like the name of the French city. Here we go. All oh, the suspense <laughs> is a plain or coconut flavored biscuit. Yes. I've never had a coconut one. Never had a coconut. It is thin, rectangular in shape with rounded bumps on the edges and lightly covered with a scattering of large sugar crystals. Doesn't that sound tasty? (laughs) Smell? (laughs) 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 Smells lovely. (laughs) Something smells good. (laughs) 
Oh. Well, well, so it's well. got coconut in the actual. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it was always like that. Not on top. Ooh. It was just always like it always tasted a little bit more coconutty. Never had that. Um, yeah. So let us know what biscuit, your favorite biscuit is. Biscuit I think that would be a really interesting. No, conversation. that's not what this episode is about, John. It's not about biscuits. <laughs> I've definitely well, got, good, got the memo. Good half of it has been. Now. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what are we on? Um, yeah. That's uh, so. Thanks for listening to this episode of uh, Strange Things That Happen at Church. <laughs> just silent for it while he was talking. What did you do? I just. Went, <sighs> oh. <laughs> so well, at least you didn't go. Well, thanks for that, Beth. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was memories, wasn't it? Yeah. So this has been <laughs> Strange Things That Happen at Church. This bombshell has been Strange Things That Happen at Church. Um, so the next episode is. Uh, strange things that the Salvation Army does and we'd love to hear that but also we'd love to hear if you've had any strange things at church that you've noticed or if you've come along to services or gone to a cathedral and seen something you think oh this is different we don't do this outside of that let us know we'd love to hear it could be about anything like nativity mm-hmm. related yeah biscuit related they probably got that covered now um, <laughs> <laughs> something weird you've seen in the building um that you've been in or weird thing that you've seen a christian do at work or anything like that really. yeah we'd love to hear it all really um Twitter. so send us some <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, anyone else you too so, you're doing uh, a nice job so yeah get in touch with us um, on Facebook Twitter Instagram or you can email us or you can send us a letter um, yeah just get in touch we'd love to hear from you so uh, that's that's been this episode yeah so yeah, that's it bye guys bye everyone bye, bye. 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 cheerio <laughs> <laughs>